Midnight Health continues. I'm Mark Allen, along with the insane Daryl Wayne. We're going to talk now with uh, Rena Weiner. Uh, she's written a book called Trust Your Doctor, but not that much. Rena, welcome to Late Night Health. Thank you, Mark. Thanks for having me here. Sure. Have you always trusted your doctor? I mean, no. for years and I, years I or not? I to a point. And the title of the book is, has been, what can I say, made so, because I think it's really important for patients to be part of their healthcare journey, the process, and the more you participate, the more likely you are to get better care. So you do trust them. I mean, I do trust some of their expertise, but I, I do think it's a very much a joint effort. No, I I agree. In fact, our our mantra, if you will, here at Late Night Health is to help empower people to take charge of their health care and to let doctors know that they are not in charge. I have talked to doctors who said, no, I'm I'm in charge of that case. I'm the boss. And that's just not the way it should be. Would you agree? I agree with you. I mean, I do think, like I said, they have the training, the education. They do have experience and expertise. But patients do know their own body if they have been paying attention. And I do believe that you work in concert. You work together. It's It's a a team effort. And that is, is really my choice as a patient to become involved, to advocate, and to ask a lot of questions. Have you ever told a doctor I'm not coming back because I just don't like what you're saying? I have told doctors that I am likely to come back if the conversation changes. How about that? I got it. That makes sense. I, I, don't, I don't walk away angry. I I don't do that because I think you don't gain anything by that. I think you say, this is what I need, and why don't we change the whole demeanor, the doctor's perception of you, and my perception of them. So let's start all over and see how we can make this a much more, oh gosh, what's the right word for it, um, consultative situation well as i said i i think i think it needs to be a a team effort you go in and you say doc my shoulder hurts right and the doctor says okay here's some advil well we know now that advil is not necessarily the best thing to do for that shoulder because there can be complications just from taking it and if you ask questions of the doctor and say hey on the internet it said if i have a shoulder issue i should have this this and this and the doctor, I've had, I actually had a doctor tell a family member, what, you graduated from internet medical school? I went to a real medical school. I would have fired the guy on the spot. Well, people say that. I would fire him. I would, and a number of people have said this to me that I've talked with since I wrote The Trust Your Doctor, but not that much book. But I, I don't know that you gain what you want if you just say you're fired, I'm never coming back. I'd like to give them another opportunity to create a better conversation, one that says, I respect your expertise, your education, and so forth, but here's what I think. 
and these are some of my preferences. So maybe instead of the Advil, I'd like to try physical therapy, I'd like to try acupuncture, exercise, whatever it is, and then I would present that to them and then see what their response might be. And that makes sense, and I agree with that. that that's absolutely good. But if they don't like answering questions, and a lot of doctors feel pressure because they get, you know, the insurance companies who are running medicine today give you, what, six minutes or seven minutes, generally speaking, to see a doctor, which I don't think is anywhere near enough time for it's the not, doctor, right? It's definitely not enough time, and I, I, I think sometimes they are in a bind because there's the business of medicine, unfortunately, when corporations get involved, insurance companies and so forth, and it doesn't allow the doctor enough time to get to know you because you have, like I said, your own needs, your own body functions, what your preferences are, and it, and it doesn't really allow for that. But I think, in, which I wrote about in the book, in my opinion, one of the best ways to make your time with your healthcare professional, no matter who that might, person might be, is to sit down and really prepare for the visit. Right. Ask questions, write them down, and and read the questions to the to the physician or primary care person. Exactly. But also, what I do, and I think this works pretty well too, Mark, is you write down your your symptoms, your questions, your comments, what you've done what you would like to do, you know, like you said, maybe not the Advil, let's maybe try this, this or the other thing first before we go to prescription or non-prescription medication. But what I like to do is I like to write out all of that myself. I make a copy for me and then I make a copy for the physician and we go through it together, which makes it, like I said, a much more consultative and conversational office visit. And that way, they know what you need. It saves plenty of time, and and you can be a very effective advocate that way. One of the things that bothers me is when the doctors say, you know, we need to look into this a little bit more. We need a we need some testing, right? Mm-hmm. And they said, well, why? What are you looking for? Well, we just want to check it out. Rather than saying, well, honestly, it could be cancer, it might be this, it could be that, mm-hmm. which I think is more honest and more open and scary at the same time. Thoughts? Right. I, I, I agree. Um, most, mostly I agree with that. But, you know, there are some patients who, if you give them the truth right off the bat, I am looking for the possibility that this could be cancer. That's all people hear. I have cancer. Oh, my goodness. Oh, my gosh. I'm dying tomorrow. And then they'll get so scared they might never come back or they'll go to somebody else. And I think you, what can I say? I, I like honesty. I really appreciate it. Um, but like you say, it's very scary. So can this particular patient handle the truth? My sense is that if you end up with a diagnosis of a serious illness, it doesn't have to be cancer. It could right. be any serious illness that is going to require uh, medical intervention, you know, years of checking up and so forth and so on. Um, then you need to have that rapport. 
You need to have that honesty, and you need to feel that somebody is supporting you all along the way. That, I think, is really essential to healing. But most doctors aren't doing that today. Um, and I say most. The mm-hmm. In six minutes, they can't know about Raina and the fact that her mother-in-law made a wonderful brisket. And frankly, I <laughs> no, think... they right? can't know that unless I tell them that, Mark. But I try to also keep the conversation very oriented to my issues, my specific issues. Like I said, what are my symptoms? How long have I had it? Am I having pain? How much pain? That you can say right off the bat. And, you know, if your neck hurts, your shoulder, whatever, you can say, this is exactly where it hurts. It's been hurting me so long. I've never had this before. Yes, I lifted a 50-pound bag of dog, you know, so that you make sure that you don't go off on a tangent, which, you know, I mean, I've done it. There's no question. Well, we Um, all all want Marcus Welby to be treating us. And for those of you (laughs) who are under 50 and don't know who that is, Google Marcus Welby because we do we want that warmth I think we need that warmth that's half the battle in dealing with a primary care or any kind of physician at all and it doesn't matter if it's a chiropractor a massage therapist anybody who is in the healthcare field providing some kind of medical service they, they, they need to be caring They do need to be caring. They do need to be caring. And you know what, Mark, too? I think a lot of them would like to be, but they do have a lot of pressure themselves. Coming from, like I said, if they are in a group practice that is managed by a corporation, there's some pretty strict rules and regulations. You know, you can only spend so much time. An insurance company, why do you order this test? Why did you do that? Why did you do that? And I'm sorry about that because I don't think that that is the way that people get, like you said, the most time, the most caring, the most support, and and the best, the best medical care. I just don't think you can get that. But I do think that you can manage the visit so that you have more time for the doctor to address your problem. And I also think that sometimes, you know, maybe you need to come back for a second visit if you don't feel you've had your questions answered um, and and you do let them know you know you need you need some more time you need some support you need more explanation and I don't think there's anything wrong so if they charge you for another visit it's unfortunate but um, hopefully your insurance will pay for that if you have it mm-hmm. and uh, and just really go back until you feel comfortable and if you don't feel comfortable that this is not the person that you want to be um, in concert with, you know, for your health, I think you you look around until you find somebody who will. What motivated you to write, trust your doctor, but not that much? Well, it's a combination of the fact that I was an oncology representative in the pharmaceutical industry, a national trainer. I became Excuse me. I became a, a nursing instructor for a couple of years, and then I became a patient. And so I thought, if I could a cancer a cancer some patient of my Rena uh, Rena yes sir a, ca- a cancer patient. That's me. That's that you. That would be me. That would be you. Okay. I am a cancer patient in remission. 
And I've been I've been in four clinical trials. I have yes, I've I've been the gamut, as they say. And so the combination of healthcare, pharmaceutical professional, and also as a cancer patient, I thought maybe I could share some of what I've learned along the way to encourage patients to advocate, advocate to speak up and to be a very active part of their health care. And at the same time, your background is in nursing. Well, my background is really in the pharmaceutical industry. Right. Um, I was a national trainer, so I worked a lot with other representatives, but spent a lot of time talking to doctors. I had worked in their offices. I'd worked in hosp- hospitals. And then, after all of that, then I taught nurses as well. So I'm not an RN, okay. uh, but have worked with an awful lot of them, and they are very smart, very professional. And I used to talk about clinical trials every single day with the doctors and with the nurses. And I can say also that sometimes if you feel that you're not getting enough time, a, a nurse practitioner might have some more time for you. Right. And I uh, I like uh, nurse practitioners. In fact, we're going to have one on in uh, the next month, six weeks, um, who has been a... Um, uh, a nurse practitioner uh, helping my personal family mm-hmm. uh, in dermatology for over 20 years. Wow. And I've never yet in all this time met the guy who signs the the insurance form at the end, the doctor. I find that absolutely reprehensible. But that's another story for another time. Okay, right. our, our guest is um, Rena Weiner. She is the author of Trust Your Doctor, But Not That Much. Join us at LateNightHealth.com. We'll have uh, Rena's pretty picture up on the website, and there'll be a link to her website as well. All right, don't go away. I'm Mark Allen, along with Daryl. We'll be back. Recently, I met Jacqueline from Bright here in Los Angeles. She gave me a hearing exam and then showed me how to hear again with the new Signia Pure Series hearing aids, and she can give you your life back too. I hear birds chirping, birds cooing, and even my wife. They easily connect to my smartphone. The Signia hearing aids are amazing, and with the charge and go, I don't have to fiddle with batteries and hear all day long. Not hearing is frustrating for you and your family. I know, you don't have a problem, but trust me, call Bright Here Now for a free hearing exam, a $125 value, yours free, just for making an appointment now. There are offices throughout the Los Angeles area. Call Bright Here Now at 323-424-7100. That's 323-424-7100 for a free hearing exam. There's no obligation. Call now, 323-424-7100, or visit them on the web at brighthere.com. The latest from the greatest, the best in new music by classic rockers, with your host, the insane Daryl Wayne. This is Alice Cooper, and if Daryl Wayne is insane, what does that make me criminally insane? Stick around to find out. Many of the artist interviews for the latest from the greatest have been captured on audiobook. There is a volume one and volume two. Great information and conversations with people in the industry and people surrounded by the industry, and of course, the rock stars themselves. I'm the Reverend Al Green, and you're listening to the insane Daryl Wayne. And I said, Wayne Insane. <laughs> 
You can find it on Amazon or Blackstone Audio. Search for the latest from the greatest from Daryl Wayne, D-A-R-R-E-L-L-W-A-Y-N-E. Hello, this is Weird Al Yankovic, and you're listening to the Insane Daryl Wayne, aren't you? (laughs) 